guys, Derek here from Bomb Socks, and welcome to the Bomb Bites podcast. Hey, if you're new to Bomb Bites, it's a service from our company, Bomb Socks, to help be a resource to use. You're studying along with the Come Follow Me curriculum for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Hope you enjoy today's episode. Hey, just a reminder again, we're doing two episodes of Bomb Bites this week. We did yesterday's, and then we're doing today's. And then the next one we're going to do is going to be the following week, where we're going to have a series of things that we're going to do to help you out. Only one episode next week, and then the following week, we're back with our original daily Bomb Bites. So today I want to do Isaiah chapter 61. And again, this week is Isaiah 58 to 66. There's so many different ones we could do, but I love chapter 61 simply because of what you see in the chapter heading. It says, Isaiah speaks about the Messiah. I love, as I've been studying Isaiah, and hopefully you've seen this as we're finishing up our studies of Isaiah this week, how Messiah-focused Isaiah is. And as you are looking for Jesus Christ in these chapters, you will find him. As I've talked to so many people that have been studying Isaiah for the last five weeks, most people have said he's not as hard as we thought he was. And so I hope that we've been able to help you as we've been going through this. So Isaiah chapter 61 If you look at verses 1 through 4, you will find Jesus Christ in such a marvelous way. Verse 1, The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, because the Lord hath anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. When you start thinking about what Jesus Christ does here, He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to them that are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all that mourn. I love that. Verse 3, to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give unto them beauty for ashes, or beauty in exchange for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they might be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. I love the comparisons there where it's like, I'm going to give you this for this, beauty for ashes, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. The Lord is going to take all of these bad things and be able to replace them with good things. Verse four is one of my favorite verses. And they shall build the old wastes. They shall raise up the former desolations and they shall repair the waste cities, the desolation of many generations. You know, back in Isaiah 58 that we talked about yesterday, it uses that phrase again. It says, and they that shall be of thee shall build the old waste places. Thou shalt rise up foundations of many generations and thou shalt be called the repairer of the breach. Now, a breach is an infraction or a violation as of a law, trust, faith, or promise. It's a gap made in a wall. It's a fortification, a line of soldiers, etc. It is a rift or a fissure. So to be able to be the repairer of the breach and one who repairs and builds old waste places for generations, things that have been messed up for generation after generation after generation after generation. And the Lord is going to take those and he is going to repair them. That to me, there's so many cool directions you could go with that with regards to some traditions that maybe families or individuals are doing that just need to change that are not good. Then the Lord has this ability to be able to repair these breaches and these old waste places. So as I was thinking about this, whenever I read these verses, I am always reminded of a wonderful little formerly known as Mormon message, an inspirational message. It is simply called Reclaimed. Elder Shane M. Bowen gave a wonderful talk about this and a video was done with this and I love this. So watch this. In Idaho Falls, there's a beautiful airport 
Near the airport is another very useful and beautiful part of the city, Freeman Park. Looking down the river from the park, the majestic Idaho Falls Temple can be seen, white and clean, standing on high ground. Both of these beautiful, useful places, the regional airport and Freeman Park, used to be sanitary landfills. A sanitary landfill is where garbage is buried and the land is reclaimed. The definition of reclaim is to recall from wrong or improper conduct, to rescue from an undesirable state. I have lived in Idaho Falls nearly my whole life. I have contributed a lot of garbage to those landfills over the course of more than 50 years. What would the city fathers think if on a given day I showed up on one of the grassy fields in Freeman Park with a backhoe and started digging large holes? When they asked me what I was doing, I would respond, I wanted to dig up the old garbage that I had made over the years. I suspect that they would tell me there was no way to identify my personal garbage, that it had been reclaimed and buried long ago. I suppose that they would wonder why anyone would want to destroy something so beautiful and useful in an attempt to dig up old garbage. Is it possible to reclaim a life that through reckless abandon has become so strewn with garbage that it appears that the person is unforgivable? What about the person who has changed their life but just can't forgive themselves? The prophet Alma taught that the Son of God suffereth according to the flesh, that he might take upon him the sins of his people, that he might blot out their transgressions according to the power of his deliverance. The atonement of Jesus Christ is available to each of us. It can clean, reclaim, and sanctify even you. There is no habit, no addiction, no rebellion, no transgression exempted from the promise of complete forgiveness. That is the promise of the Atonement of Christ. When we gratefully accept and use this precious gift, we can enjoy the beauty and usefulness of our lives that God has reclaimed through His infinite love and the atonement of His Son and our brother, Jesus Christ. I love the spirit that that video carries. It shows you that, again, wherever you are at, the Lord has the ability to be able to take our waste places and build them up into beauty. Uh, Dieter F. Uchtdorf a few years ago shared this, and I thought this was awesome. It matters not how completely ruined our lives may seem. It matters not how scarlet our sins, that takes us back to Isaiah chapter 1, how deep our bitterness, how lonely, abandoned, or broken our hearts may be. Even those who are without hope, who live in despair, who have betrayed trust, surrendered their integrity, or turned away from God, can be rebuilt. Save those rare sons of perditions, there is no life so shattered that cannot be restored. The joyous news of the gospel is this. Because of the eternal plan of happiness provided by our loving Heavenly Father and through the infinite sacrifice of Jesus the Christ, 
We can not only be redeemed from our fallen state and restored to purity, but we can also transcend mortal imagination and become heirs of eternal life and partakers of God's indescribable glory. One of the things I love about the Book of Mormon is, you know, and Isaiah is very much in the Book of Mormon, 30% of him. The, the introduction of the Book of Mormon says, to show unto the house of Israel that they are not cast off forever. And I think Isaiah, that's one of the reasons why Nephi quotes Isaiah a lot. It's why Jesus quotes Isaiah. It's why Abinadi quotes Isaiah. I think to show people that they are not cast off forever and that these waste places can be built up again. If you were to put all of the Isaiah chapters together, he's talking to Judah. He's talking to this kingdom who's done some very, very dumb things. They are in a hell of their own making. Even though he, even when he told them to repent, they still did not. And what does the Lord do? He comforts them and then leads them to a place where he can build them back up again, which is what we get to do today as we are gathering Israel all over the place. We are reclaiming and we're helping build up those waste places that at one point were so far off, there's no way in our minds that they could have been rebuilt. And yet the Lord is rebuilding them. We've seen that happen so many times. I've seen it happen and I know it's true. And I'm grateful for the book of Isaiah that has helped me understand that. And I hope you've appreciated Isaiah and the goodness of what he teaches us. I know he's true. And I know that every time you read him, whether it's in the Old Testament or whether it's in the Book of Mormon, I hope you're able to appreciate his message of redemption and comfort. I know it's true and I'm grateful for it. If you'd like to check out our video that goes with today's podcast, you can find us on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook by simply searching Bomb Socks. That's B-O-M-S-O-C-K-S. And be sure to check out our amazingly comfortable gospel-themed socks at bombsocks.com. Thanks for listening, and hope you'll join us again for more episodes of Bomb Bites. Godspeed, and have a great day.